Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello, I live. It lives. This is our Halloween episode, technically. <laughs> and the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful babies. This is Zell coming live over the 405 of the traffic backed up all the way to the bridge zone or whatever. <laughs> Turned into a little Rick and Morty there at the end. Uh, yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, that, like, Justin Roiland's humor is the future of humor. I definitely have not watched the last, I think, three seasons. So, I mean, I think oh. Rick and Morty itself is still fine, but every time Justin Roiland puts out anything else now, it is, he's just doing his, like, same, like, assortment of five yeah. voices. It's like, dude, I, like, Rick and Morty is too popular for you to be ripping it off yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you have to develop a new voice. I'm sorry, mate, but you just, you gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, like, at least uh, the family guy guy was it, uh, Seth MacFarlane has, a, a, he has a big catalog of voices. But yeah, and he, he can also like sing and stuff like he, he's got he's yeah. got a bunch of different like talents that allow him to continue to produce content that is like different. And don't get me wrong. He's certainly guilty of producing content that is not different. He made Family Guy that he made like two or three other Family Guys. Uh, but, you know, 
like he's he's he seems to have a, a, a wider breadth than just a Royland does in terms of like his his talent pool, his internal talent. Pool. Yeah, like, I I saw that that video game that was like literally the hook is it's Morty as a gun, oh. and I was like, this is so fucking weird that this guy is just playing Morty in a video game. That's like bizarre to me. That like that's that's. That's the hook it's, for the thing. When, he, when he's not busy playing Rick and Morty for uh, Solar Opposites on Hulu, and yeah. when he wasn't busy playing Rick and Morty for that VR game that was the same. <laughs> Justin Roiland, this is a poker pot, and he is yeah. all in. Just all in. These these three voices, yeah. all in. I don't need to do anything else for the rest of my life. Yeah, he doesn't, he he doesn't have shit to prove to anybody. He's part of yeah. Rick and Morty, and Rick and Morty is a bona fide phenomenon that turned a bunch of uh, like you know people between the ages of fifteen and twenty two into like actual crazy people. <laughs> yeah, it uh, like <laughs> it it red pilled a bunch of soft brain children in uh, not a great way. I I I will put Rick and Morty fandom on like my uh, red pill pipeline. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, yes, it it does. It, it ticks all the boxes. <laughs> I get a face from Mike there. <laughs> it ticks all the boxes. I mean, it's certainly like a a, uh, a part of the you you miss the point if you like the the main character starter pack. You know what I mean? Where it's just like yeah, right, right up there. Where it's just like all the people who are just like I love Clockwork Orange. That guy's cool. It's yeah. just like that guy's not cool. The point of that movie is that that guy's not cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that no no one's cool. In that movie, it's like Catcher in the Rye. Do you like Holden Caulfield? You're getting it wrong. Uh, All these people who love the Joker. Yeah, the Joker's so cool. It's just like, dude, in the real life, the Joker would be, like, awful. Like, you like you don't want people like that in real life, mate. Like, that's... You need to shut up. Don't pattern yourself after <laughs> fake serial killers. <laughs> I had a very uh, small amount of trick-or-treaters in my neighborhood, but one of the costumes that was good was someone had a very well-made uh joker from the re- the the joker movie uh costume and the face paint was solid oh, and i nice. was like good job nine-year-old child or their parents who are way too into the joker either way uh, but still bang up job and the other person uh was a girl in uh like the, the the ringmaster like the head of the circus like that j- that red jacket and the top hat like i was like i didn't expect ringmaster to be a costume but man they you put work into that that is a very good are they do you think maybe they were referencing Fallout Boy, like the Ringmaster from? Fallout I have no Boy? earthly idea because I am I am totally yeah. out of touch with culture. So when you brought them, were, were they were they booksome in, in a corset? Sometimes just an opportunity to wear a corset is also the means <laughs> to, to put. It. I saw I saw a lot of great corsets like uh, where I was in Trick or Treat Land, and I was. Uh, Every time I was just like, that corset's cool. It's really making that person look very attractive. I need to look away from them immediately. Because <laughs> it was just like, I'm always just like, it feels like a vortex. And like, if I look at it for more than half a second, I feel like I'm going to be a creep. And they're going to they're gonna be like, hey, you're a creep. And I'm like, no, I'm not trying. I'm sorry. I'm just standing here handing out candy to children. <laughs> oh, that, that, was, that was me in Vegas, except most of the time I didn't look away. I was just like, what is that? What is that? I I was the quintessential um, Midwest tourist when I was in Vegas, like because we walked out on the strip, and as soon as it got dark, the uh, the trucks with the advertisements on the side and says "girls, right to your room," and I was just like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, oh, it's not like, yeah, it's not like I haven't been to and lived in big cities, but Vegas is the first place I've ever been where 
TV and movies did not like. Uh, do you, like, uh, how how were intense were the slappers uh, in your area? Um, we came across a couple, but the night we got out was the the Saturday that, where uh, the festival had been canceled because of the high winds, and there was so much just grit and like shit in the air still, just blowing around. That uh, the slappers were not super aggressive, but they were out. We ran oh, yeah. into a couple. Yeah. Uh, also, guys, we do this podcast for more than just us. So I'm assuming there are a ton of people who are just like, "What the <laughs> fuck is a slapper? Yeah. What are you guys talking about?" Uh, okay, so a, uh, what a slapper is is people who uh, have little like, uh, like basically like a business card, but it's a picture of a mostly naked woman and an advertisement for a strip club. And there is this aggressively anti First Amendment law that if you're handing out these. Uh, little business cards you can't talk it's totally illegal uh if anyone ever yeah. challenged it it would get struck down but basically those people have made an agreement with the city of, of las vegas not to not to stir up too much trouble so in order to generate noise they're slapping the cards together or they're slapping it on the land on the little like fences on the land bridges where they uh, where they're hanging out so they're just a magical part of Las Vegas. And once you see them, you know exactly what they are. And you're like, oh, those are the slappers. So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the fun and frivolity of dealing with uh, the the um, gentleman's club industry in Vegas. Yeah, you just like walk, <laughs> walking that... by a guy on the street. He just like does like a motion towards you. And then you just hear like, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? It's just like, oh, he's just flicking these cards very quickly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed they were not talking. I didn't know the law, but I noticed I was like, they're not really saying anything. But yeah, they just kept like literally, like you're saying, slapping. Yeah. Uh, it was very, it's such an interesting. Yeah, yeah app- apparently when I when I was living out there, like the law had just been passed, like, of, like, like I would say in the last couple of years or so. And people just said that it was like super right. awful before the law because they were just like every vile sexual thing they could possibly say. They would just like, be yelling it at you. And you just be like, you just be like, Jesus Christ, dude, calm down. I, I'm not going to take your strip club card. I don't care. But like, that was how they were advertising previously. And then they were like, what illegal way can we make them stop saying horrible things to people that are passing by them? Because this makes our tourists sad. So that was. You want to you cite any examples? Oh, not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the, the 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 riff off of Sarge trying to make L racist, L now trying to make me misogynistic. So yes, yeah, I was saying, like, trying to uh, make him racist. I was trying to trick him into recording himself. Uh-huh. I'm glad that they could. He's I'm glad that I could racist. see your face as like you process my question, and we're just like, no, why would I? And then you saw what I was doing. It's was, it was like watching a kid like open a Christmas gift. <laughs> Your your face went from like p- like puzzled to just being like, oh, I'm entertained now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of entertaining, allegedly we're supposed to be entertaining our audience with uh, tales from the world of QAnon. Yeah, yeah, so, sure, sure. Uh, as fun it's as this time for a light sampling of it. insanity. Get ready for the amuse bouche. What's our first item here? Um, our first item, as far as I know, is uh, TTV is in jail. Which is awesome and exciting if you hate those people. Which, yeah, that's great. The- now, of course, I know who that is, and Sarge knows who that <laughs> is, and you, you know who that is. But for the audience, you might not know who you're talking about. What's a TTV? Uh, TTV <laughs> is True the Vote, which is uh, where the uh, where the protagonists, along with Dinesh D'Souza, in the 2000 Mules uh, mockumentary, 
Wait a minute. Do, do these clouds have enough heat that we're shorting it to TTV? I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to give them that power. Okay. <laughs> we refer to them to their full Christian name only. True the vote to shorten their name is to give them power. <laughs> okay. Motion carries. So uh, true the vote. Um, basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, we had one vote from L. We had one vote from me. Your vote was yeah, meaningless. Yeah. It was going to either abstain. pass two to one. Oh, abstain! You're going to go two zero. You. Saka, have a have a have an axe to grind. Have a position, damn you, Sarge. But uh, anyways, yeah. so there was this giant kerfuffle between Connect, uh, the uh, company that True the Vote claimed stole the election via China, and Connect, uh, who was like, "No, True the Vote is slandering us." And the CEO of Connect got arrested, and basically, uh, he what the. The crime that he committed or the crime that is alleged is that basically he told the city of Los Angeles, I will not use uh, Chinese servers or anything for any of the data that we're uh, storing for your city. And then one thing led to another and outsourcing was done. And lo and behold, there were Chinese servers involved and that broke the contract. And now he's under indictment for uh, the legal reason was like embezzlement and something else. Because he basically stole, they're saying he stole the money from the county and by misclaiming what he was going to do. And QAnon and everybody were like, we did it. This proves the election was stolen. And it's like, no. Connect doesn't do anything with voting. They they don't <laughs> deal with votes. This is literally the scheduling for poll workers. This is so you know Emily will have the morning shift and Bob is going to do the night shift at the polling station. This doesn't have shit to do with actually tampering with votes. But uh, they got their win because the CEO of Connect got arrested. But while this was all going on, Connect sued uh, True the Vote for a defamination um, and basically being shit heels. And part of their lawsuit was they had claimed that true, the vote hacked them and stole uh, proprietary information from uh, their servers. And true, the vote has had various stories about how they got this information. If it was, if, if it right. was hacked or if it was just laying there all innocently and all we had to do is put a thumb drive in there and boom, we got it or whatever. <laughs> so there's been this back and forth about what's going on. And finally, true, the vote was brought into court. And part of what the court wanted was they wanted to know who true, the vote was working with to get this information. And, through various testimony that Greg and Catherine have given, they've made it clear that there was like a team of people that were working with them that got this information. And the judge was like, well, who were they? Cause connect has a right to confront these people about what they did, how they got the information and stuff like that. And truth about it's like, we can't disclose our sources. We will not disclose our sources as to how we got this information. And the judge was like, well, Today's Friday, so uh, you're going to be back here on Monday. And if you don't give us your sources, you are in contempt of court and will go to jail. And mo- and <laughs> mo- Monday came, and the judge was like, so you're going to give up your sources? And True the Vote was like, no. So right now, Catherine and Greg are in jail in uh, due to contempt of court. And uh, on social media, they are, of course, fundraising and claiming themselves to be political prisoners and all that fun stuff. But um, no, like you did, you did, you did something <laughs> that was either illegal or at the very least so sketchy. You don't want to name the people you did it with. So yeah, this is, this is your problem. True the vote. You did this to yourself. And 
um, that's why you're in jail. So, period. Um, See, yeah, I, and, and, and no this... snitching is powerful. It's got like a powerful mm. energy to it. But the price for not snitching is that you were the one being punished. Like, no snitching also comes with like you know, unless someone's just out canvassing the street looking for info. Like once, like someone is like pinched you for something, and they're just like, "Hey, roll over!" And you're like, "No, I ain't no snitch." It's like, "Oh, that's cool and heroic," but that means you're the one doing the time. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, also, there's a chance that they don't have sources to uh, reveal. So <laughs> no, no, no. They're was... heroically not snitching. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I th- I thought this uh, amuse-bouche item had to do with the leader of the Proud Boys uh, being in jail and totally flipping on the rest of the Proud Boys. Oh, no. We can we, we can hit on that a little if you want to. But, yeah, this is uh, the, the continuing saga of our heroes uh, who – built themselves a right-wing grift empire based off 2000 mules. And then immediately was just sort of like, Oh yeah, by the way, we, we, we disavowed that movie entirely. It's now all about connect. And then it immediately snap cuts to them being like, yeah, what we did with them is so top secret and highly classified and all this other stuff that (laughs) we can't give sources. They did release text messages of Catherine talking to FBI agents and saying that she's very untrusting of what's going on with the government sources and, and their interactions with them. And at one point in these text messages, she says, I believe I have been poisoned. And then uh, she did a toxicology screen and she was, in fact, not poisoned. So, yeah. So maybe maybe just ate something that upset her. <laughs> perhaps. But uh, no, no, no. M- meant mind poisoned from the liberals. Ah, Fair. smart. She had, she, had, she had to listen to somebody talking about trans rights, and she was like, no, <laughs> I can only like, conceive of two genders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you love, to, you love to see these mule-related idiots getting uh, some sort of cut up. So speaking, of, speaking of the mules, Mike, how goes... How goes the Arizona ballot botch watch? We we anybody catch any mules? We got any we got any mules ca- captured red handed <laughs> dumping ballots? Uh, un- unfortunately for Team Mule Catcher, they have yet to do that. They have yet to have obtained any mules, and oh, probably scaring them all off. Probably too intimidating yeah. with, and, and, with the guns. Yeah, they're, they're deterrent. They're just like, hey, we're here's a deterrent mule deterrent, yeah, which is awesome because yeah. of the fact that uh, in Arizona you can literally go to any mailbox and drop off your ballot. You do not have to go to like the marked ballot drop boxes. So like the whole idea of like we're watching the drop boxes now, the mules can't like tamper with our elections. And lo and behold, it's like, oh, yeah, you can actually just go uh, to any mailbox. Like, literally, there's oh. no way to stop mules from committing the mule nation. <laughs> we did hit the uh, we did hit the Powerball so we could just fund. Uh, I want like an Eric Andre style bit where we just like go out there and dress in human mule costumes and just ro- show up <laughs> to the ballot box with a giant sack of fake letters. Just show up as dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a giant, yeah, just a giant bag. Yeah, it just it just be like, uh, excuse me, I'm looking for the ballot box. Is it supposed to be? Oh, there it is. I see it. Okay, thank you. Uh, have a nice guy. Okay. Have a nice night, guys. <laughs> and then, like have like have yeah. like a rip in it. So like as you're walking around, it's just like trailing these like these letters. <laughs> just, they're just they're just covered in Chinese random Chinese characters. 
just like China, as they spill Chinese out. Characters, you're giving them too much credit. We would have to cover it in like hoisin sauce or something because yeah, yeah that's, that's what these stupid fucking racists were, were looking for when they were testing the palates previously. <laughs> Bamboo Chinese influence. <laughs> they were just like, we, we have to make sure that there's China that there's no Chinese influence in these palates. What 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 do they got in China? Bamboo. That's the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Oh, so um, these ballot watching lunatics, um, they got hauled into court and there have been basically like negotiations through the legal system about this. And finally, uh, a ruling came down that stated uh, the defendant, which is um, a woman who's been uh, her name is Melody and she runs this group and she's been on Steve Bannon's podcast and is like doing all the grifty stuff. And uh, of course, has ties to Drew the Vote and all the rest of it and is pilled. She's all of these things. Um, she was ordered by the court to, quote, defendant shall within 24 hours of the date of this order post the following in a conspicuous place on Clean Elections USA's website and on the Truth Social page uh, at Trump or Mel and leave it posted throughout the close of voting until Election Day 2022, which is it is not always illegal to deposit multiple ballots in a ballot drop box. It is legal to deposit the ballot of a family member, household member, or person for whom you are the caregiver. Here are the rules for ballot drop boxes by which I ask you to abide. The preceding statement shall be followed by a copy of the entire statutory text of Arizona Reside Statutes. So, basically, she has to go on her social media platforms and be like, if you see them... And tell the literal yeah, truth. And tell the literal truth of Arizona's ballot uh, ballot drop-off laws, and she has to have that remain up on her social media until after the election is over. So, that is um, a good job, Judge. Excellent ruling, my boy. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, top top tier judgery. Yes, you love to yeah. see it. Uh, so uh, our our next amuse bouche item. I, I haven't listed in the headlines. It's just an assortment of right wing Halloween treats. Uh, I guess <laughs> these are these are smaller tidbits. This is like the tapas of amuse. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I mean, uh, I ran, I ran out of fentanyl on uh, Halloween. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, I mean when you're just, huh? when you're giving it away at every piece of candy, it's like, dude, the the price yeah. is like, I, I know it's cheap, but that that price adds. Yes. Up. Uh, so, Mike, where do you want to get started on our our our, our slightly delayed Halloween uh, right wing <laughs> roundup? Yeah. Well, uh, we, of course, what we just talked about there is the fact that we have this uh, ridiculous story that's been going around for pretty much the entire month of October that. Um, drug dealers were putting fentanyl in candy because that's what you do with an unbelievably expensive and highly addictive and dangerous drug is you just yeah. <laughs> give it away for free uh, so that children can die from it. And then they figure out which house was giving away the fentanyl. And then you go to jail for forever for murder. Cause that that's how you make a successful drug dealing business. You kill people randomly and then get caught and that's that's the rest of your life yeah Yeah, aside from like sharing it socially i hate to break it to conservative christians but people that do drugs are not giving away their drugs like drugs are not easy to obtain and they're not the cheapest i mean there there's a spectrum of cheapness for drugs for sure but it's like you know it's still like a pretty pricey habit all things considered and there's no there's no sense to buying a bunch of drugs and then giving them to children. Typically, when people yeah. are giving away drugs for free, <laughs> it is as a sample to people with disposable income in the hopes that they will return 
looking for more of the drugs and then they can be charged. Children can't do that. That that is what FIFA Ultimate Team is for. Yes. <laughs> We're totally totally disregarding as well that literally no one, no child ever has died or been injured due to uh poison or tampered candy. The one child that did die was killed by his father who was who murdered him and tried to hide it as and started this awful conspiracy theory that we're dealing with to this day. Sorry, so no, I hate to no break one, it to you, but uh, I died from poison candy. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was rough. There's been no L here for 25 years. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm here. I'm just, uh, I, 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 I'm proud to finally, exclusive, exclusive announcement on the podcast. I am the first demonstrably provable apparition in the history of the world. So congratulations, everybody who always believed you did it. You got me. L <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, peanut M&M from the commercial now where they're celebrating having not been eaten again for another year. And then he realizes, wait a minute, I think I did get eaten. I'm actually just a ghost hanging out with chocolate M&M. So. Dude, the, the, the more they do with those M&M characters... Like the the creepier it is that they're they've been anthropomorphized. <laughs> anthropomorphized. Yeah. Like I like mean, that now they, now they have like spirits and shit. It's just like, dude, yeah. I don't want to be thinking about like you know, I I don't want to think about it when I'm eating a single like chicken breast, and I certainly don't want to think about it when I'm eating M and M's by the head. <laughs> it's like the popular I, yeah. episode of Futurama's. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, Toy Story fucked me up with like any of my toys, and just like, well, I gotta like turn all these around so they're not watching me all the time they might be alive now we got the m&ms like oh your m&ms have souls ah uh, <laughs> that's not a road you know, i really uh, wanted to travel down. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tell the audience up front the following riff has fuck all to do with QAnon. so skip forward yeah. if you want more QAnon action because <laughs> for the moment i need to talk about who enforces the toy rules in the toy story universe because they're just like I, I when, mean, pe- when the people walk in, they all like fall, they all fall down. Like they're just like, oh, we're toys or whatever. Except at the end of the first movie, where they decided not to do that because apparently you could just decide to show humans that you're alive whenever you want. And it's just and like traumatize that one kid. It's just like, well, then why have it? Like c- certainly, some toys love their people enough that they'd like to be like, I'm actually alive and real, and we can talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like toy, that's like Toy Story Seven down the line. There's like the High Council of Toys, and like they, they have like spies everywhere, and they find that if you're not following the co- the toy code of ethics, you can be like brought before them for reprimand. Oh, I wanted to be I wanted to be, be like Hellraiser. I, I want I want like the toys to break the rules, and then like you know like a sinister light shines through like the 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 AV or AV the the AC grate. Like on the floor, then like the wall opens up. <laughs> There's some Cenobite toys that are just like, "You've broken the code. We have come." He's like, "No, no! I just loved Andy so much." It's like, "Oh, you, you'll love Andy forever now." It's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Woody gets like dragged into some alternate dimension yeah. to be toy punished forever. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, there's got to be an elite team of either demons or, like, toy assassins when it gets out that, like, someone's broken the rules. And it's just, like, that's when you're, the, like, the kid's Barbie doll goes missing and it's like, oh, the dog must have got it. Like, yep. <laughs> it's not that she, she talked and then 
<laughs> then, then you just find the Barbie doll head ripped off. Oh, she's so rough with her toys. <laughs> the Barbie doll's tongue has been ripped out, and it's like that's that's not menacing or anything. It's like the Cinnabites know how to leave a message. Barbie dolls don't even have tongues. They do now. They do now. That's how this works. <laughs> well, I, I have the special limited edition Barbie doll, the the all tongue Barbie. Doll. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a it was the only it was the only Barbie doll marketed at, at young boys. It uh, didn't do very well. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's get back to talking about the the whimsical uh, the whimsical nature of uh, QAnon wackadoos, thinking that people are going to put fentanyl in candy. <laughs> so I'm assuming that this year, as with every year, there's absolutely no evidence that anyone's putting anything in candy besides candy. <laughs> Uh, shock- yeah, shockingly, again. it is November 2nd when we're recording this, and November 1st was not full of hospitals uh, trying to resuscitate all sorts of fallen children that had OD'd on fentanyl. So I think, unless, like, every fentanyl... Ha- we're in the Yeah, I think clear. we're in the clear, unless, like, the fentanyl houses were on the first stop, and it, that was at the bottom of your bag of candy, and it, it, it's like candy corn or whatever, and the kid really isn't into it, they they wait a week, and then like, ah, I'll eat the candy corn, it's in the bag, and it's like, oh, no, fentanyl, so... Uh, but yeah, I'm th- maybe the, maybe the people uh, dosing the candy are just mad good at their jobs. So no kids mm-hmm. died, but a bunch of kids were just having like a great time. <laughs> this is the best, you know what, guys? This is the best Halloween ever. I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, like, <laughs> I watched. We watched a bunch of. Uh, uh, we watched all the Conjuring movies on Halloween, so I, I know a lot about ghosts now. And then most of the time it's demons. And if it is a ghost, it's being puppeted by a demon. So man, I'm all, I'm that all is a uh, super bleak. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately uh, for uh, the conservative people, uh, not only ha- Halloween is not the only time where people want to dress as slash behave as cats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I can't believe I have to say this, but for whatever reason this week, one of our moose bouche uh, items is Republicans having beef with, uh, or, you know, <laughs> bringing up this weird litter box thing. Mike, what's, what's up with oh. the litter box? So uh, Dan Bullock, who is, who, or I should say was an election denier before he won the Republican primary and then immediately got in front of the cameras and was like, Joe Biden is the duly elected president of the United States of America and please make me the next senator from New Hampshire. Thank you very much. Uh, that guy who's totally on the level with everything he says, um, it's been unearthed in an interview where he totally buys into the idea that there are litter boxes in high schools all around America for people that identify as cats to shit in because that's how they live their lives. And when it was brought to his attention that, like, that's not true, where did you get this from? Bollock doubled down that he had solid sourcing for this and that it is a really real thing that exists. So, uh, yes, like... Even with like one week to go before the election, we still have people uh, ranting and raving about litter boxes in high school because these gender fluid, non-binary trans kids, it ain't, that ain't all good enough for them. Some of them have to be cats. That's the, that's the slippery slope we're on as Americans. And if you don't vote for me and, and, and have me knock some sense into these children, we're, you're, you're, they're going to be rolling around in litter boxes for the rest of their lives because they're going to think they're, they're, they're Tabby the house cat or whatever. So, and there's a reporter on Twitter. I wish I could remember who 
Him and his associates spent a lot of time and money tracking down exactly how this shit-ass myth got started. And they found only one reference to cat litter being kept in classrooms. And it was, I believe, in New York, uh, a, a person suggested that possibly uh, litter be kept in classrooms in the event of a lockdown that went on so long that they needed emergency uh, bathroom options. And somehow from that one mention somewhere that like this be a option for school shootings uh, where people have to shelter in place for long enough that they need to use the bathroom uh, as emergency applies. It, it became this incredibly anti-trans uh, LGBTQ phobic like nonsense. Yeah, it it was Ben Collins and the, the and the school thing. was uh the the school it was in the school district where Columbine happened. So that's why school shootings were on the minds of people there. So yeah, that is the the origin story of this nationwide litter box phenomenon that will never go away. You'll be hearing about it for the next 20 years that they've got litter boxes in the high schools for all the weirdos and freaks that like think they're cats. Because that's how you try to wedge in that homophobia and transphobia by just saying they're so nuts. This is where they've they've gone to. And it's like no, they're just people that are attracted to people of the same uh, same gender, or they're people who identify as a gender that they're not like assigned at birth and all that stuff. I mean, it's just it's it really isn't that hard to figure out. But nope, they got you just got they yeah. just got to go where they're going. Because and God bless them. Yeah, but but where do we let it end, Mike? What if they want to be cats? Uh, right, mm. then they're cats. Great, wonderbar. Yeah. But that but but that, <laughs> but that impacts my life somehow. Yeah, it would impact my life if I actually had litter boxes full of human poop in them at the high school. That would impact my life. You can identify as a cat, but just please use the toilet. That's all. Then then and again, that's the whole riff here. It's the whole thing. So it's just so. Yeah, it, it falls apart in a million different ways when you look at it because uh, transhumanism or whatever isn't really a thing. It's also not, uh, it, and wow. if it is, is not a protected class. Bold, and, bold stance that he takes. That's that's not gonna yeah. that's not gonna age well twenty years from now when people are yeah when people uh, are gene splicing. <laughs> When they when they want to cancel when the when the cat people want to cancel me, I will. Oh, hey. They when, when, I, when I got the when I got the mantis blades and I'm and I'm cyberpunk twenty seven seventy it up, I'll I'll come I'll, I'm coming back to this, Sarge. I'm reminding you of your your yeah. heresy that you said. You don't have to worry about the cat people; they are notoriously pussies. Boom! Hey, hey. wordplay. Dead joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, enough of these dumb idiots. Let's get From to our headlines. Digital headlines to the digital front lines. It's cues in the news. Elon Musk yeah. is back in the news this week. Uh, he whose penis looks like Two-Face, the villain from Batman comics, uh, in its horrible disfigurement. So disfigured is Elon Musk's penis that uh, simply gl- glimpsing it for a brief moment sears it into your brain so you can point it out into a lineup 
anytime you would need to. Uh, so he, uh, having been compelled uh, through the release of some of his texts to actually go through with his Twitter deal, is now the king of Twitter. Hooray! Yay! <laughs> Elon's the greatest. And, we all love you. And use of the N-word spiked 500% that day, <laughs> which is not a lie. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And then Elon said, everyone could be verified for $20 a month. And then Stephen King told him to go eat a dick and fuck off. And then he said, what about $8 a month? And I believe Stephen King's stance did not change. Uh, Have you seen a single person with a blue check mark saying, yeah, I'm willing to pay $20 to keep this fucking blue check mark? I, I mean, being verified didn't mean a lot but it meant something does it and a lot of people work very hard to get verified uh i saw reporters in africa being like being verified on twitter is one of the as a reporter is one of the few things that protects my life like i got sent to jail three times for um by by the government here but being like having this being a verified on twitter as a reporter here like protected me and now you're like i can't afford 20 us dollars a month and i'm certainly not going to pay for it when everyone can pay for it and it's also gonna when you pay for it it's gonna move your responses up so yours are at the top so all the awful racists that are going to pay for it now, you're going to see their responses before anybody else. Oh, the other thing that I loved about that uh, $8 uh, plan was that you would get less ads. It would not be ad free. You're just going to get less ads. Like you, you can't escape the ads because Elon needs ads to pay down his horrifying uh, debt on Twitter somehow. And he can't run advertisers off by saying, Hey, if people want to get rid of your ads, they can just do it for eight bucks. Cause that's not a great way to incentivize advertising. Ad, ad makers to put, to buy fucking space on your social media platform, um, and as you said about, and he's also just like he's also just like uh, you know, like oh well, we, we have to we have to do something to bring the money in because you know like Twitter can't be just sustained by ads alone, and it's just like well, shucky darn, I guess the free market is spoken. Yeah. Twitter's over. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna bring back Vine, which failed. Because it didn't make any money. Because there's no way to advertise. Uh, because no, no one's going to watch a f- even a five-second ad for a six-second video. Like, it's just not going to yeah. happen. The second they try to do that shit, it's over. Now, and now Tumblr has announced that they're waving the white flag. They're going to allow boobs on Tumblr again. And it's like, the timing of this is very interesting. And then uh, Jack, formerly of Twitter, is starting Twitter, too. I don't know what it's actually called, uh, but he's like, I'm starting a new social media. Blue platform. Sky, the, the new uh, the new form is Blue Sky. That's his. That's very dumb. That's, he should have just call it Twitter too. Yeah, everybody everybody hates that. I'm sure. I mean, I hate that. In my opinion, is right. So that's, <laughs> Every, that, that's a green name. Green bracketed box. Everyone dislikes. That. <laughs> that sounds like that, that's a, that sounds like a secret military operation or like you know some sort of like code name for something it doesn't sound like a social media platform blue sky yeah and i bet his justification for it is very pretentious so at the very least never explain why you settled on that yeah yeah and all these people who are like oh yeah elon owned the libs by buying twitter oh it's like uh i believe the filing statement said that dorsey got like a billion dollars from his stock so it's like yeah 
Elon owned that evil lib who used to run Twitter by literally cutting him a billion dollar check. Take, please, please, Daddy Elon, own me that way. You, you I'll again, um, much much like L, I'll I'll take a cool million to be owned by you this way. If you, if, yeah, if you yeah. want to, instead of instead of uh, ten fingers, you only have to give me seven. Just that's all I need, and I'll I'll be properly owned as a lib. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. If Elon Musk wants to vastly overpay for our podcast, just buy it from us. Deal. We can start Twitter too. The podcast. <laughs> and we we can get back to recording binge writing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if he if he just went, like if that's part of the, the the if that's the the dark Faustian bargain I have to strike to get my one million United States dollars from the deformed penis of Elon Musk, uh, I you know I will offer up the podcast. I have been pretty upfront with the listeners that I can be bought. Oh, dear listeners, I have a price. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you have this going on. And then today, uh, Elon, who is literally a dog who caught a car, he has no fucking idea what he's doing with Twitter. He is. Yeah. He is just li- waking up every morning in flop sweat. Just like, oh, God, what do I do now? How do I how do I try to make this? <laughs> right yeah yeah he, he's he's like he's basically the comedian who just had his first four jokes receive deafening silence and now he's just sitting here going like god damn that was my shit that usually kills what what do i do now like do i start like trying to like talk to people in the crowd and try to like do that kind of riffing do i do a little improv do i just stick to my routine which is obviously not landing like but uh he today announced like there really well he announced that there was like a, a committee of like people that were going to be reviewing everything <laughs> and right now all sorts of right-wingers on twitter are like this committee sucks elon's just another fucking shit lib he's not going to give everyone their accounts back he's he, way to fuck it up way to fuck it up elon you dumb prick and the best part about it is is like Elon was engaging with Cat Turd before this. Like, Elon was engaging with all these right-wing chunguses for, like, the period of time before the transaction and right after the transaction, and they're already turning on him. They're already, like, being like, hey, you're not letting us, like, harass Chrissy Teigen until she quits the platform again, and I don't see Tom Hanks being called a pedophile nearly enough. So what's going on, Elon? Like, up your game. Like, th- this place is supposed to be just Gab 2.0, but with libs crying. Because that's how we get the dopamine hit, is to actually see liberals going, no, stop being so mean to me. And they're like, no, I will never stop being mean to you. And you have to say on Twitter, so I get to keep doing it. And then the libs leave. 
and the conservatives are sad because without without the lib ownership, it, what does it matter that you call Christy Teigen a murderer and John Legend an adrenochrome loving psychopath? I mean, it's all about it's all about the reaction. It's all about the big payoff from engaging your enemies and making them sad. And that's what they were hoping Twitter was going to give them. And right now they're not allowed on the platform. And if they do get on the platform, they're going to run their target audience off very quickly, which is going to bankrupt Twitter almost immediately. I mean, it is just yeah. super. I mean, it seems certainly likely that there, there is going to be a mass exodus from Twitter as soon as anyone with a juice like gives the shine to a different platform. Or, yeah, or, or mean, maybe everybody like, just like floods to Instagram or whatever because people love to hate Facebook but don't but, like seem to not be bothered by Instagram. <laughs> They're like, yeah, boo, Facebook I, sucks. We hate Facebook. Boo, yeah. Instagram is great. It's just like you know that's the same company, right? They're just like la la la. We can't hear you. Bikini yeah. pictures go on the gram. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I didn't bring up Tumblr for no reason. It got bought out. Changed its policies i.e. did not allow adult content, and immediately lost 50% of its user base. Oh, yeah. When do I get to see uh, people's genitals on Tumblr again? Yeah. This is news to uh, me. Now. It, it, it went into effect uh, last last night. They waved the white... They shot themselves in the foot, and now they're waving the white flag tied to the gun they shot themselves in the foot with. So they just they just uh, flipped a switch, and now nudity's back on Tumblr? Yep. Yeah, the, the policy change is a bit corporate and mealy-mouthed. They don't say how explicit you could be again, but they are allowing uh, sexual content. Well, there's only one way to find out. So thanks for listening, everybody, and supporting the show. (laughs) If you continue to support the show, you can do so for free by telling a friend or leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. Join the hell world Tumblr. If you have money and you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by visiting us at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where for $5 a month or more, you can get access to all of our bonus content. Okay. (laughs) I... I love that bit. I've watched like three different animes recently where they're just like they they play the end credits early because the character's like, oh, and it ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love that gag. Yeah. So it's it's a classic because it works. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. the other oh, the, the two other quick things I was going to bring up is that one uh, now Elon's talking about like allowing you to post porn on Twitter, but then people have to pay to see the videos. Like, yeah, he's like, you can post videos that are like longer, but people will have to pay to access them, and it's like, dude, the internet's full of free porn. Like that will never work. And the people. That are posting porn videos on Twitter are doing it to just be like, "Hey, would you like to see? Would you like to see the conclusion of this penis going inside of me? Visit my OnlyFans and give me yeah, twenty dollars only a month." <laughs> OnlyFans and Fansly links in the right. bio. Yeah, well, why, like, why would they possibly like invite Twitter in as like a weird third party where they could just be like they could post a six second clip of them doing whatever they're doing on Twitter? And then with an OnlyFans link, and then people that want to watch the rest of it will just go give the twenty dollars a month directly. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing I was going to mention is like the the whole checkmark thing. One of the main reasons why Twitter is useful to people is that it's where you go for breaking news. Like you, mm. for, for yeah, for good or for ill. Ill. But like that's the thing: you go on Twitter and. It has breaking news, and most of the time, it's from blue check marks that are verified, and you can trust the breaking news. Like, sometimes it's wrong, but not usually. I would say, like, 85 90% of the time, when you see a story on Twitter, it's usually right. I remember uh, one day when I was in the casino, a guy was like, 
I, he's like, my, my wife just texted me. She saw on Twitter that Kobe Bryant died. I, I hope it's a hoax. That, that would be terrible. And then the story came out. And it's like, once you make it so anyone can buy a check mark, every disinformation uh, troll that wants to fucking fuck with people is just going to make their page look exactly like that of a reputable reporter. And they're just going to publish bullshit. They're just going to publish fake stuff. And suddenly if you check Twitter for the news, now you can't believe them. So you have to go to like, uh, you have to go to like CNN.com or wherever, or if it's like a uh, Kevin Durant traded to the Celtics, you have to go on ESPN or NBA.com to see if it's real. And once people no longer trust Twitter, they're like, why do I go to Twitter in the first place to get bullshit when I can just go to like the actual news and sports websites and get the actual breaking news from them directly? It's a great. Yeah. In the words of in, in the words of syndrome, once everyone is special. Exactly. Exactly. Like once you de- also bring it, bringing up like the breaking news thing, like leads me to one of my next points about Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, which is. His primary reasoning behind wanting to do it was that uh, Twitter was the digital town square. Well, I don't have to pay $20 a month to go to the fucking town square, mate. I also don't have to pay $8 a month to go to the town square. And when I go to my town square, I don't have to deal with somebody who's just like, I gave the city $8 this month, so I get this megaphone provided to me so that I can yell louder at you. It's just like, by default, the fact that Twitter has to generate like revenue because it's a business means that it's never been the fucking town square. It's always been just like a place for people to talk on the internet, which means it's like, it's not as special as he thought it was. Like he was talking about it. Like it was some, some grand free market of ideas. And it's just like, dude, the moment you let people start saying the N word on Twitter again, it literally increased fivefold. Like this is not, this is not a public space. Like if you go to public spaces, people aren't doing that because there's they're not there's nowhere to hide for them. You can't have a, t- a public square that requires you to pay for it and allows you to hide your identity. That's not a public fucking square. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It, it seems, <laughs> yeah, it, it's baffling. Yeah, I, it, yeah. and and one another thing I saw was someone was talking about how if you actually have to give identification as part of the verification process, it's like you do realize that there's plenty of people out there who uh, can't, can't or do not want to give you their ID for this information, for this, this, this privilege. It's like, yeah, I can't wait for t- Twitter, Twitter hacked. Everyone's, everyone's license is compromised. Right. Oh, yeah. now, 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 now they have your yeah, I saw, real life address. I saw someone pointing out Elon Musk is no joke. The King of Twitter. Now he has access to all of our DMS and can just give them out whenever he wants. So r- remember that the next time you're DMing like anything on Twitter, uh, the semi-reasonable people that were there before are not anymore. There's a God King of Twitter now, and he is fucking scrambling around for a way to make money. And if it's selling your information to the government, he will fucking do that. Like, there's no tinfoil hat hat here. Yeah. Like, I think he's he's already he's already trying to like retroactively charge the government for Starlink. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hey, remember when I was cool and I launched on the Starlink? So he he keeps doing all this stuff and then just being like, how am I, world's richest man, supposed to afford these things? And it's just like, yeah. you're literally the richest man on earth. <laughs> like, just absorb the hit. It's like, oh no, the, the Starlink thing is going to cost me forty million dollars or whatever. It's like, dude. 
you're worth like 44 billion dollars or whatever like you're you're sh- shut up you shut your mouth yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it's even more than that i have no idea how but is he worth like half a like it's, half a trillion dollars or whatever or it's less oh, yeah. now but yeah, yeah <laughs> and and that's what that's, that's what makes this like so weird is that like if he is this ultra rich guy he should have just paid for twitter out of his own pocket and then he wouldn't be under these ridiculous deadlines because it's like the main thing about this, as everyone's reporting, is he's got so much interest on all these loans from all these companies and the, the Saudi and the Saudis who bought in that I think someone said he has to come up with one hundred and fifty two million dollars a month just for the interest on the loans. Like Twitter has to generate that for him to be hit to hit break even. And then after that, he can start like trying to work on the principle of these loans and stuff. And it's just like. My, it's wow! What a what a great decision. And, and Twitter has never made money in the past ten. Oh yeah, years. Twitter, or never made yeah, a Twitter profit. Is, yeah, it is excruciatingly hard to, to make to rub two nickels together with Twitter. I mean, it's been just. But doesn't like doesn't technically like Amazon not make quote unquote make a profit or whatever? Like yeah, but, like, the the world capitalism is broken, but you know, or at the very least rigged. Yes. Oh yeah, the game. Games Which is why it's it's great. And like you know, if Twitter has to be what gets sacrificed on the altar for us to see Elon take all of these L's, then so be it. Uh, like maybe it will spur him to try to. <laughs> maybe we'll get one of Elon Musk's seasonal like doing a thing that's actually kind of helpful for the planet, even though he is a huge douchebag. Like that would be great. <laughs> like maybe he will just decide to invest in some company that he believes in that is like developing something that ends up being incredibly important. And we're just like, ah, yes. Well, well done, Elon Musk, for putting some of your money into this important thing. But also you still suck. And fuck you. Yes. <laughs> also, I want this known. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. For the record. <laughs> Uh, we don't like you. Every once in a while, you'll do a cool thing, but that doesn't make you a good person. Nope. It's pretty obvious that you are not a good person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, and thankfully, uh, that's the only not good person we have to talk about this week. Uh, that's obviously a lie, uh, because in uh, much much grimmer news that has a dunking on Elon Musk, uh, there was an attempted kidnapping slash assassination of Nancy Pelosi by way of hammer. Uh, and for more information yeah. on this, I will turn to our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Raids. Mike, <laughs> what's going on with the hammer? <laughs> so uh, a, uh, a, a, a pilled lunatic. This guy is a right winger. He, his, his writings state that he got radicalized by Gamergate and he went right down that road. Um, this guy broke into uh, the Pelosi's home and apparently encountered her husband because she was not there. And his plan was basically to uh, like stay until Pelosi arrived. And then he was going to do, uh, he was going to like wheel her before Congress all tied up and then make her confess her crimes and break her knees if she lied to him. And, um, in in this ordeal, uh, w- when he was in de- dealing with uh, her husband, uh, they got into a scuffle, and he hit her husband in the head with a hammer. Uh, her husband is still in the hospital. He's 82 years old, and I think uh, being hit in the head with a hammer is probably really bad for someone that age. It'd be, it would suck for anybody, but yeah. in particular, when you're really old, it really sucks. So so this happens, and and... This is literally from the assailant's own mouth why he did it. 
The cops are like, yep, they, this guy just broke into the house. There's no relationship between him and the Pelosi's. None of the stuff that's on the internet is true. Um, there were people that were saying, oh no, he, uh, like the, Paul Pelosi said that uh, he was a friend and the actual reporting from the 911 call was that Pelosi was like, there's a guy in my house. What the fuck is going on? And he, the uh, assailant yelled out, I'm a friend. My name is David. And so like he was trying to, trying to reassure the the 911 uh, dispatcher that no, everything's fine. Paul's just a little, he's had a few too many, he's had a few too many brews. He's just forgotten who he's forgotten about his friend, David, who just came in here with a hammer. Uh, Donald Trump has weighed in. There's probably something fishy going on here because the glass didn't break properly in the window, as a lot of QAnon and other conspiratorial people have brought up, that, like, glass shatters one way when it's broken outwards and inwards the other way. And this is obviously a guy that was, like, I've seen people saying that the guy was trying to escape. That, like, he was, like, some sort of, like, gimp from Pulp Fiction or an adrenochrome baby that was trying to liberate itself from the Pelosi household. And then Paul was like, no, no, my sweet Chrome, you can't leave. I love it. I love it. They, they either think that a, uh, the, the people investigating the crime scene are too stupid to know which way glass is broken out of a window. They, they right. do that a lot in movies too, where somebody will come in and he'll just be like, and now it's time for my critical deduction. <laughs> That window was broken from the other side. And it's just like, yeah, man, that's fucking obvious. We're all crime scene investigators. Like, what are you on about? Or that it's a huge cover up, but somehow they like, what do they think? Like some, some patriot with a drone took a picture of the crime scene, like before they had a chance to change the direction of the glass. Or third option, it's just yet another example of Moloch wanting you to find out so that way you can <laughs> stew with the fact that you're losing ah, we're getting you ah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah it is it's all of that that stuff where um we the deep state leaves the evidence so that you the red pilled can see it but the dumb normies can't grasp it and yeah, they, they just they want they want armchair crime scene investigating by only the most fervent Donald Trump supporters. It's, it's, well, and then yeah, to get back to Elon, and then Elon uh, tweeted out and removed uh, the his tweet of the now of the always debunked conspiracy theory. That this was uh, Paul Pelosi's illicit gay lover and they were having a uh, or he was a gay uh, sex worker and he wasn't paying him, but it was some sort of uh, spat. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. Yeah. This uh, again, well, this like part of the whole that litter box thing we talked about previously. It's just like this is another way to encourage homophobia and transphobia and that gay people are just weird and violent and deviant and us normal heteros would never take a hammer to somebody else's head, even though domestic violence is a scourge upon society, all that good stuff. And this was the talking point for forever. And Republicans have had a, just a a jolly jape laughing at uh, the husband of the speaker of the house nearly being killed. And 
uh, and then and then when you go down the road further, there are people who will tell you, "Oh, this was done to generate sympathy for the midterms." Like, like the, this is a sacrifice to Moloch to try to keep the House for the Democrats, because these people will never hold themselves accountable for the fact that they preach violence against their enemies all day, every day, that their enemies are Luciferian monsters who will stop at nothing to enslave humanity and kill God. And when somebody acts out on that rhetoric, it can't be that there has to be the secret true reason why it happened. And after all of their original uh, nonsense got debunked, now the right-wing talking point is, oh, he was an illegal immigrant. He was here illegally for a very long time. And if only the Democrats were serious about the border, this wouldn't have happened. And it's, it's no, this wouldn't have happened if you people didn't tell everybody that Nancy Pelosi kills babies and that she's destroying America and that maybe we have to use the Second Amendment to save our nation and all of these other um, implicit threats against uh, Democratic leadership, because that's what you've been doing in perpetuity. It's how these people have been operating for forever. Yeah, and uh, it, it kind of goes without saying, but I mean, thank fuck that Nancy Pelosi wasn't at home. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's it's, well, it's, it's, and, it's just and, like if that plan went sideways and the guy was like face to face with Nancy, he would probably have been a little more aggressive with that hammer. Yeah. yeah. Because these people, the, the, these people just want their enemies murdered. Yep. And her husband's expected to make a, a full recovery from what I understand now, but he did have to undergo emergency brain surgery. Uh, yeah, well, the, which, the terminology I heard was long recovery, which when you're 82, Lord knows if you, like, make it to the long recovery, so... Yeah, I just wanted to be clear that, like, thankfully, like, yeah, yeah hopefully, hopefully this didn't kill him is basically what we're saying. Yes. Uh, and the crazy person is a QAnon follower and has explicitly stated in his own blogs that he was red-pilled and radicalized by Gamergate. So here we are. Like, uh, video games finally, uh, well, toxic misogyny and um, a million other things created Gamergate. And now it has created a literal political assassin. So, hooray! Everything's going great. (laughs) We We did did it. it. We won it in a pack. We're the best. Um, so, uh, quickly, right before we go to the mailbag, I just wanted to bring up that I remembered that, uh, uh, QAnon's favorite South American scumbag, Bolsonaro, lost his election, uh, over the weekend. And, uh, yeah, he sure did. Yes. And what a big, what a big win. Yes. And, uh, QAnon is, the funniest thing is Bolsonaro has declared that he's going to, you know, abide by the constitution. I lost. It sucks to suck, but them is the breaks. Meanwhile, I see on uh, QAnon, they're like, this isn't over yet. The military may yet intervene. Like, keep, don't give up on Brazil. We, we, we can still, <laughs> we can still do this. And it's like, no, Bolsonaro already quit. He's already said he lost. It's yet. Well, he hasn't said he's lost because that's the Trumpian way of like not admitting that you lost. But Bolsonaro's like, yeah, the government will transition. I will abide by the Constitution. I'm going to be a good boy about this. So Tropical right. Trump is not going to pull his own January 6th. He's just going to tuck his tail 
he's he's going to tuck his tail between his legs and slither off stage left and uh, hope that Lula fucks up so that in four odd years he can run for uh, president against him again and be like, hey, I will do the I will do the Trump thing where I run again after I've lost, but the whole civil unrest thing at my behest, not so much. Yeah, so. Yeah. Don't don't yeah, do that. Don't do that. There were like people blocking traffic and like throwing fits in Brazil after we lost, but uh that was I, I saw I saw a picture of uh one lady who appeared to be uh crying slash praying while holding her rosary. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Wow, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Uh just like it, what do you think happened there? Like, if if God was involved in the election at all, don't you think he would have, like, let your guy win? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you just didn't pray hard enough. Yeah. The Dolphins just wanted it more. Yes. <laughs> That's something I, I really, I, I would love to have an honest conversation with any QAnon believer who's just, like, super Christianity and super all about God, like, taking care of things and settling the scores. And I'm just like... So why did God let Obama win? Why did God let Biden win? Why has God let the bad guys rule humanity for thousands of years? Like, and why are you the lucky little snowflake that's in the generation of humanity that will actually see the win? Like, it's just, why was God a dick to everybody since like the the reign of Caesar until this very moment when God was probably like, you know what? I'm going to have Donald Trump kick some ass in my name and make everything good again. I could have done that like thousands and thousands of years ago, but just wasn't feeling it. But this Trump guy, I like him. I'm, I'm riding with him. I'm doing yeah. this. But then I'm going to make Trump lose the election to Biden. But that's just a little like plot twist because I'm God and I have to make things weird and mysterious. It's like a writer room, but it's just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so congratulations, uh, leftist people of Brazil. You have done yes. it as well. And, and we, we, we salute you. Yeah. And it sounds sarcastic because a lot of the stuff I say sounds sarcastic, but it's not. I promise you. <laughs> our listeners got anyway, questions. Anyway, let's move on to our mailbag. We got answers. It's time for Q&A. These questions better be fucking stupid. <laughs> well, uh... Paste, or I think I've said their name wrong a million times, and I apologize. But uh, they ask, "What are you all wearing for Halloween, and what's your favorite Halloween candy?" Ooh, uh, I wore just normal clothes because I was still very tired. My partner, however, had uh, three different costumes. She has she's a cosplayer, so she she rotated through a couple for Halloween, uh, cover covering for me. Uh, I bought a fun little uh, skeleton bat mask from CVS, so I wore that for a little bit. And uh, candy. Fuck, I don't know if I really have a... uh, I bought a bag of Halloween candy that no trick-or-treaters showed up for, and it had 100 grand bars in it, and I'd never had those before. They're quite good. Yeah, 100 grand are nice. I also personally know that you like the seasonal-flavored Kit Kat, the the Witch's Brew Kit Kat. The the marshmallow flavor, the marshmallow. Flavor. Yeah, the the actual flavor is marshmallow, but aren't they like branded as like witch witch's fingers? Witch yeah. fingers, yeah. Witch fingers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember. We, I think we both discovered those at the same time, and we were both just like, "Oh, these yeah. are actually pretty nice." It turns out that like all varieties of Kit Kats are great. I had the uh, uh, there was a I, I stopped at a Japanese uh, candy shop a few months back and got some like citrus orange Kit Kats. 
and it was like pretty nice. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say when I was in Japan, we like we got all the regional varieties of Kit Kats that we could find, and um, other than champagne flavored Kit Kats, I've lo- I've loved all of them. Do not recommend <laughs> the champagne flavored that, ones. That anyway, back, back to the question at hand. Uh, for me, I dress as nothing uh, because I did nothing for Halloween. Well, I went over to a friend's house and we watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, which is surprisingly fun. I recommend it if you're interested in a fun movie and the inclusion of Pete Davidson does not uh, dissuade you, Uh, which I would totally understand if it did because I've avoided the guy for a while. But now that it seems like Hollywood has turned on him, I'm just like, okay, well, now I can watch stuff he's in. (laughs) Uh, As for my favorite candy, I prefer the pieces of Reese. I don't know how Reese has become made into pieces, but they're delightful. So, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I also was not wearing any costumes. I just, uh, I bought way, way, way too much candy for the tiny uh, amount of trick-or-treaters that, uh, visited, uh, yield homestead. So, uh, whenever I, whenever I make it to work again, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the bell of the ball. Cause there's just going to be like, look, this is going to put me in a diabetic coma if I eat all this shit. So here you go. One bucket of candy for, uh, for, for the <laughs> staff here. Um, as for my favorite Halloween candy, uh, I think my favorite candy is probably just Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I'm just, uh, I, I love them, and I especially love them cold. Just, like, throw a bunch of, throw, throw, like, one of those four packs in the fridge, and then, like, a half hour later, just cold Reese's Peanut Butter Cups look excellent. Just absolutely excellent. I've actually seen some, like, 7-Elevens and other convenience stores do that already. They have, like, uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, like, in the dairy section. They have them, like, pre-chilled for you. And I was like, these people know what's going on. They know they know there's a market for this. I've seen uh, displays in like the coolers where you like open to get like, you know, your beverages like beer or otherwise. Usually it's with like soda or whatever, but they'll have like little hanging displays on the inside glass of the door. They have they have like little Reese's sleeves in them, and it'll just be like, try them cold. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. Yeah, like it's new technology that you can chill kids. Yes. <laughs> you say that, but have you ever tried a hot cereal? It's been it's been waiting for you the whole time. It's called oatmeal. <laughs> uh no, yes. that's a different thing. That's too thick. I'm talking about you take you take your checks mixer or whatever, and boom, you heat up that milk before you pour it in. I've never actually done it, but uh I've heard that it is a thing one can do and I was just like interesting. <laughs> It's an option I've always had, but I've never considered yeah. it. Uh, yep. uh, I, and, I don't know. Yep. Give it a shot. And, and, and if, uh, if House of the Dragon ever gets really popular where it, it gets into the mainstream culture, maybe next year I'll dress up as a uh, like, uh, horribly limping Viserys Targaryen with that like that cool half mask that he was wearing in that scene because that just like looked like a good costume to wear. And you could like... Also, you're having a laugh, right? You do like that. That thing did more streaming numbers than any season of Game of. Thrones. Cool. Then great, and then it's then it's relevant. It's it is confirmed. Okay. Popular. Cool. <laughs> then I can I can wear that next year and not feel and not feel bad. Outstanding. At first, I thought you were doing a bit, and then I was just like, wait a minute. I think he's serious about this. Does he not know how wildly successful House of the Dragon is? Nope. <laughs> no. Idea. I, person who remembered the the abuse of the previous season of Game of Thrones or the previous iteration of Game of Thrones. I'm in the minority as one of the people who's just like, I don't give a fuck if it's good. I don't want to support it because who knows how, who knows it's going to happen a few seasons from now. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna invest another twenty hours into a story for them to fucking biff. It's <laughs> not gonna happen, just, especially not for a prequel. Yeah, just, like just, it can only be so surprising. <laughs> I've seen the future. <laughs> you, you don't. You're not gonna invest twenty hours just for them to crash the plane as hard as Elon's gonna drive Twitter into the ground. I completely understand. Yeah, I mean, well, House of the Dragons still not gonna uh, retroactively make se- the last season of Game of Thrones right, good. Right. So, oh yeah, you know. Yep. Here we are. Yeah, and I, I know a bunch of people who I respect say that it's very good. And I'm sure, but there's just so much stuff for me to watch that I like. I have to. I just don't. I just. Don't, I don't have it in me to give them my time because the last time I did that, I got burned very bad. Yes, and that I also happened like- with Westworld, and it also happened with uh, True Detective. Like you know, th- not, not everything they produce is the wine. <laughs> yeah, we're we're in the middle of one of the deepest anime seasons I've seen in like five years and i'm behind on all of that uh but yeah like it makes me feel it, really guilty watching the trashy anime because they're like actually yeah. good, like, <laughs> be watching instead. but sometimes i just i just, sometimes i just want garbage i just want to sit down and i want to watch something that's very dumb and like i it's usually just like a stupid power fantasy i want to watch some dumb idiot that i wish was me just be great <laughs> I, I yeah I, I genuinely am enjoying uh uh, for anime derailment moment here, Eminence and Shadow, just because the guy is super great, but also doesn't know that a, a big part of why he's great, and everybody's playing along with him because he is right, and uh, that I don't know why that gag just continues to get me. See, for but, me, I think that like I like the I like the show well enough, but I'm worried that that gag is going to get fucking old if they keep doing it because it's just like, dude, now like. How am I supposed to root for this guy if he's great, if he's also just, like, very stupid? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, I've actually been reading the light novels of that, and I still find it kind of charming. But the, 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 but... the last episode I watched of that show, uh, he, like, ended it on a cliffhanger where he's about to paddle some guy's ass, and I'm very excited to watch that guy's ass get paddled, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, up next is uh, Snorlax CPAP saying, uh, what Christmas song are these fine, fine folks going to twist into a cute thing? Baking seems like it would be a low-hanging fruit for them. Oh, this is all uh, you, Mike. I, 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 have they done this before? Um, I don't know that they've... Re- the, the thing is, is like this kind of decoding is more of an Illuminati thing than a QAnon thing. I mean, you they could potentially, like... Because everything gets pulled into the QAnon blob and becomes part of the part of the mythos, but like, like this kind right. of stuff, where like you're trying to like decode lyrics or decode messages in music videos, that's like pure unadulterated Illuminati stuff, and that's more their bag. I mean, they're more like kind of culture warrior stuff and getting mad about people getting mad about baby. It's cold outside. That's more their bag. I don't think they're going to actually dig into like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer to try to figure out like what its uh, Illuminati undertones are and why it's trying to tell us to submit to uh, centralized banking or whatever. So. Well, that being said, they they have to think Mariah Carey is part of the opposition, right? Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, Mar- Mar- one million. Yeah, percent. Mariah is definitely uh, super evil and Illuminati totes one hundred percent. Honestly, out of most, like out of all the celebrities in Hollywood, uh, the short list of celebrities where I would just be like, you know what, maybe maybe they do, maybe they are trying to bathe in the blood of the young to keep themselves young, like in. <laughs> In some sort of Victorian nightmare scenario, Mariah Carey is kind of up there. I can picture her having like a dedicated hot tub for blood. 
Yeah. And like emerging from it, like a, like Queen of the Damned or whatever. Yeah. yeah, she could she could definitely have the Peter Thiel Young Blood Chamber, which again is super awesome because that guy is actually like funding Republican candidates that QAnon loves. And he- now do I think that's true about Mariah Carey? Of course not. That's crazy talk. Uh it's fun to imagine that, but at the end of the day, uh Mariah Carey doesn't have to do that. She's got the money to just do regular beauty treatment methods so that she can stay looking quote-unquote young you know <laughs> like so that is the difference between me and a QAnon person i don't actually think it's true i just like imagining it because it's funny yeah. so um, unlike ron Watkins has killed it that is totally true that it has to be what he's doing the way put a fence around the city opera house and make sure it's strong it has to be it has to be killed as strong yes He's uh, he well. He's making it a big robot that he can also fuck. So it's. I think you're giving him too much credit if you think he's got. If you if you think he's capable of building a Gundam with a vajay, or 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 I guess a bussy, <laughs> a Gundam bussy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I stand by my bit here. I started because it was uh, gross and ridiculous, but you know what? No, I've talked myself into it. He's definitely building a transforming killdozer that he can okay. fuck. <laughs> Fair. Wow. Let Sarge live, live your best life, Sarge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's uh, uh, man. Nothing feels as good on the old P as gun danium. Good morning, yeah. Ron. I love you. Yes. Uh, Cleodora Silvestri, Hellworld Grand Inquisitor. Yes, I bestowed that title to Cleodora last week. So. Uh, Sure, sure, I'm glad sure. they're running with it uh, because Elon has previously lied about Hyperloop to prevent investment in mass transit and get people to buy his cars. And he has now made himself Supreme Lord of Twitter with no one else making meaningful decisions. Is there any way is there any way left not to mistake him for Judge Doom? Uh, I mean, I I'm not very versed in the Judge Doom mythos, so I would have to throw that. To- Which one's hold on. I, I haven't read. I've read a bunch of Judge Dredd. I don't know. Hold on. I gotta. Wow, when you don't remember Judge Doom? <laughs> I also don't remember Judge Doom. But I could. Substitute- oh, we're talking about the character from Roger Rabbit. I thought this was a Judge Dredd villain. Oh, God damn it! I'm such an idiot. Man, I haven't seen Roger Rabbit since I was like a kid. <laughs> I didn't remember this character's name. Yeah, me either. I. That's Buck Wild. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, Elon Musk, he carries himself like. Again, it's a, it would be fun to imagine him like a, like some sort of super villain or like actual like antagonist with juice. But the reality is, he's just sort of like a like a whiny dickhead with money, who like either is himself savvy enough or has people around him that are savvy enough whispering in his ear to sometimes do uh, do a destruction of a good idea. Like when he's just like, hey, we we don't need we don't need public transport. Hyperloop is coming, and it's just like, well, that's okay. Well. Everybody liked the idea of Hyperloop on paper, but it sort of seemed like obvious that if that was a thing we could do, it would have been done already. Yeah, it feels like a bit of vaporware. Because, I mean, he's just like using the power of vacuum tubes. And I was like, dude, we've we've had vacuum tubes since like the turn of the the previous century. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they tried this already in New York and they couldn't figure out how to stop them. They had to seal those tunnels up because it would have just killed people. Because we were firing them in giant bullets under the ground. <laughs> Watch Ghostbusters 2. They talk about it. Yeah, the historical record of uh, events, Ghostbusters 2. 
It's it's as trustworthy as Elon yeah. Musk. That is true. <laughs> and, 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 and it has a and it has a big fuckable robot in it to to circle back to our Rod riff. <laughs> Mm-hmm. In that one, it happens to Magically be a su- animated. supernaturally animated Statue of Liberty. Smash. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we can all agree. Smash. Yeah. Statue of Liberty. Smash. Yeah. 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 Oh, for sure. <sighs> it's the most QAnon American thing ever. They like, like to huddle her I masses. Guarantee you, there's Statue of Liberty porn on Truth Social. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, well, I, I'm sure. I'm sure if you want such a thing, it's pretty. It's pretty easy to find. Thanks to the internet. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to Google it. I'm already on yeah. lists. But... One of these days, we need to hook a, an audience member who's just like super into the podcast and wildly prolific at fan art, so we can get uh, <laughs> some Elon Musk boating the Statue of Liberty, like a sensual rendezvous between elon musk and the statue of liberty as fan art for the show <laughs> if you do this for us i will it may, it may not be the permanent thumbnail but it will be the thumbnail for at least a week or two so yes uh, it has to be sensual yeah. though and not sexual yes. because sexual stuff mm. will get us <laughs> exactly just kidding we're not about it yeah, this, yeah uh, we're, we're going to tumble yeah. baby. Uh, so johnny s asks uh, do you think there are fracture points across QAnon's many factions or is it too decentralized for that uh, there are fracture points in the sense that people yell at each other constantly. I see all kinds of infighting, the, it, it, but it's it's just what always happens when uh, you have basically a new religion and you just have people. Mm. Um, my interpretation of the faith is X. Your interpretation of the faith is Y, and that just leads to like it, strife and conflict, and that's inevitable. But it's it's none of it's going to actually like pull people away from just the idea of the Illuminati. Cause that's the main shittiness of QAnon is that the framework this was built on is over a hundred years old. This all goes back to the protocols of the elders of Zion. This all goes back to just the idea that a secret group of people ruled the world from behind the scenes. And yeah. What I what will happen sometimes is that people will, will yell at me and they'll be like, "Boy, you better hope the Q's real because if Q's not real, we're in a lot of trouble." Because, like, the Illuminati is true, confirmed. Q might be fake, but he better if he's, we need him. We we, we need him to be right. real because he will defeat the Illuminati that are really really real. And so, no matter what kind of arguments people are having about Q and oh, you're decoding it wrong. Oh, you're lying. You're speaking on behalf of Q. That makes you a shill don't donate to his sub stack donate to mine all all the grift fighting that's always going on like the illuminati umbrella will always keep all of them happy and engaged and looking at photos of celebrities covering one eye one eye with a hand to just keep them all getting getting their dopamine hit from being riled up and furious so that's that's never going to go away yeah we've we've talked fairly extensively on the fracturing of the Q movement and without Q, it just kind of accelerated, but the, you, you laid out the factions fairly early in the podcast and it's just accelerated and been made worse. Uh, and w- and w- without, the, without a, without like a central leadership figure to sort of rally around. Now it's just sort of like a yeah. blob. Yes. Which I, I guess means yeah. that like it's simultaneously impossible to fracture, but constantly eating small parts of itself which is weird. Like it, it feels like there's never going to be like a, like a, like a grand, like now there are two sides to the Q coin. 
so much as it's just going to be like a blo- like a writhing mass of people occasionally just being like, you're, you're like, you're not really part of the cause, man. Like you suck. It's like, no, you suck. Yep, exactly. That's exactly how it works. Uh, yeah, the, the, like Knowledge Fight likes to say, they work. QAnon works on a lot of wet cement. They like to. It, their thing is still forming. They have some tenets now, but since they take every other conspiracy and theory and bring it in, uh, it's just the easiest thing in the world to. Fracture. Oh, and what's so funny is like the 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 mythos is malleable as fuck because like when Trump was in office, they're like Trump could destroy the deep state any moment he wants to. He's got all the power in the world. Q's got him five steps ahead of his enemy, and he rules with oh, iron. Yeah, he was one second away from snapping away right. the deep state, and and. Like, and then, and then we have posts like uh, I saw like a couple of days ago. They were like, "The left like killed your grandmother and wouldn't let you say goodbye to her, and they did all these horrible things, and they and they wouldn't let therapeutics go out, and they and it's like, who was president when fucking the COVID shit got fucking serious? Like, I thought it was the all powerful, unstoppable Trump. Now you're telling me the left was running America during COVID? That that doesn't jive with what you said previously, and it's like what. Now that Trump lost and the liberals have power, we have to like reinvent what was going on back when COVID was around. So the story just constantly changes changes to suit whatever purpose they have at the given moment. Yeah, yeah. it's all it's all wet cement and yeah. very dumb. Uh, Amanda Scatlin asks, "Have you guys got your Soros Antifa checks yet? I haven't, but I moved recently, so it may have been sent to my old address." Were we supposed to be getting them? What I, the fuck? I thought you were supposed to fill out the paperwork, Sarge. What the f- you, you're saying you didn't fill out the paperwork for the Soros checks? God damn uh, it. Well, I, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll find the form online and. Yeah, go rattle a tree yeah. or something. Like, is this a is this a thing where we like? Does QAnon think we're supposed to get another round of checks, or if we're avouched Antifa members, we'll yes. get a check? Because I well, oh yeah, they, they, they know they know the real score, and that is that as <laughs> as as worship worshippers of the Moloch, we get we get paid. Oh yeah, we get we get cased. Yes. Oh yeah. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I jumped on Truth Social for a little bit and found it most unenjoyable. So I'm probably going to limit my time there. But uh, uh, people were like, "Oh yeah, you you came on here because Soros paid you to do it." Like everyone thinks that their enemies are funded by this monolithic evil that's just cutting them checks left and right. Uh, I remember in Fall Cabal, like um, there were Antifa people sarcastically chanting, "Soros, Soros, where's our money?" And uh, Janet O oh was like, "These Antifa are upset that Soros has reneged on his deal and has not given them the money he said he would." And it's like, no, they're doing a bit based off the fact that you think Soros pays everyone you don't like. And it's just, it's just how, it's just their worldview is that the only way our enemies could possibly think the way they do is if they're being put up to it with cold hard cash. So. Yeah, I, I like it, if we were getting paid for this, it'd be a, a definitely a different show. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, oh, man. I, I imagine imagine the energy you'd be getting out of us if we were actually, you know, making making wage off of it. That would be oh god, dude. We we'd be bringing the heat. Yeah, uh, Wendy Wendosity asks, uh, if will you stay on Twitter if it devolves to a hellscape? If not, what platform will you use? Uh, if I leave, I'd probably just like write shit on Substack and just like try to like write a like an article or two every week about like the world and 
QAnon monitor. About how everyone is obsessed with you and they all suck. You're going to be the next Jace dude. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, look, uh, all, half of my posts will just be like the way he obsesses about uh, Mike Rothschild. I'll just do that with like Travis View. I'll just be like, Travis View fucks up again, that piece of shit. And just, just, I'll, I'll just become this like totally out of my mind, incoherent lunatic. Oh, not even his real name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I'll just uh, I'll, I'll create uh, I'll create like a knowledge fight for the QAA podcast, and I'll just like just like tear them down every moment with just incoherent tirades. I'll just be like that Jake Rockatansky, that real piece of shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm planning on. Just absolutely shattering my mind and becoming a complete sociopath. It's gonna be awesome. So uh, please, and it's gonna be uh, eight dollars a month on Substack to read that shit. So uh, it'll, it'll be better than Twitter. It'll be great. So sign up, please, immediately. Yeah. Either of you guys going to – I mean, you guys aren't very much on Twitter. So will you just go to Tumblr for the boobies if, like, this place becomes completely useless? Oh, sorry. I thought that was directed uh, specifically at you, which is why I didn't jump in there. I mean, I barely use Twitter Uh, to begin with. So, uh, I mean, I'll probably just let it – let that one shuffle off into the the, the forgotten world of social media, like MySpace. Yeah. Like, I'm on yeah, Twitter the, the most on my personal one, and uh, yeah, I'll I'll bunk off if it turns into just a paid uh, truth social. But uh, we're not there yeah. yet. Also, so. I can see boobies on Tumblr again. Yes, boobies. Yes. <laughs> Tum- yeah, Tumblr was good back yeah. in the day. So, uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, "What's the most obnoxious political ad you've seen recently, local or otherwise?" Uh, the one that I saw, like I don't even know the candidates. I have no idea, but it was like an attack ad, and one of the allegations they used was that the money this evil liberal was taking from hardworking taxpayers was going to to fund the uh, the guy that the one of the living member of the, the living brother of the Boston Marathon bombers. And I'm like, he's in prison for the rest of his life. I, I'm sure that like literally what this attack ad is claiming is that like that prison got some money. So like maybe he got a slightly more comfortable bed to sleep on while he spends 23 hours a day in an eight by eight like room for the rest of his life. And I was just thinking like, I just can't imagine being like, oh my God, they're, they're giving money to that guy that's in prison that did a crime like a very long time ago. And I'm still incredibly mad about it, even though he got convicted and he will never see the light of day again. Like I have to vote for opponent of this person because like a, a Boston Marathon bomber got cut a check. I just like it was <laughs> this is the, the weirdest thing. Like how is that an attack ad? It's just like uh I don't I don't get it. It was really it really blew my mind. It's like my opponent refurbished Lee Harvey Oswald's gravestone. That motherfucker. It's like no, they gave some money to the cemetery where he's interned at. I mean, I just, I just it was the the weirdest attack. That's like the last angle on earth I thought you would hit somebody on. I hate any of the conservative ones I get because my devices listen to me so much that they have to know where I lean now. And so every once in a while, I'll be watching like a YouTube video, and it will just be like, such and such helped push through Biden's agenda. And I'm just like, great. I love that. And it's just like, oh, wait, no, this is supposed to be an attack ad against against this person, despite the fact that I think it's great. And it's at this point that our internet exploded, so this is Mike in post-production telling L to get us out of Hellworld.
Thank you, everybody, uh, so much for your support. If you'd like to continue to support the show, you can do so for free. It's wonderful. Uh, you can uh, support us for free by telling a friend or anybody, you know, promoting the show or leaving us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts uh, from. Or if you'd like to engage with us on our social medias, that also works. It counts as support. Supporting us is so easy. If you have money and you'd like to support us, that's easy, too. You can visit us at patreon.com slash poker politics, where a donation of five dollars or more a month will get you access to all of our bonus content. Uh, we have several series, including uh, Kabbalin, what we do out of shadows and Mules Aaron, where we look at uh, Q related pop media. Uh, well, pop in quotes, of course. So, yeah. Or, or there's a, there are lesser donation tiers. If you just want to tip your dealers, you can give us a two bucks a month. It's not a big deal. But if you want that bonus content, five dollars or a month uh, or more gets you access to all of that stuff. If you have money and you don't want to give us to us jerks, we totally get it. You can do some good with it by donating it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. Or you can, uh, you know, do do with it whatever you feel makes the world better, including but not limited to helping uh, blue candidates win elections that matter. Thanks, as always, to our friend DJ Minimal Effort for the use of our intro. They still don't have any social media, so I can't send you to them. But you know who I can send you to? As I do every week, our friend Frosty, who provides all of our voice work when we need it, including the voice of Q, who pops up every now and again. You can find them on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find the show on Twitter at HellWorld with a Q, at least for the time being, until uh, Elon Musk tells us that we can't be on there unless we want to be racist or homophobic, uh, at which point we will take off. Uh, but for the time being, you can find the show at HellWorld with a Q instead of an O. You can find myself on Twitter at HellWorldL with Hellworld spelled the same way. Sarge is at, at Sergeant Hell, and Mike Rains is, of course, at Poker Politics. So for another quote-unquote successful episode of the uh, Adventures in Hellworld podcast, I've been one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, joined as always, or as, as sometimes, uh, by the not-so-mysterious Sarge, and, of course, our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots!
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.